on this night of Maundy Thursday and this eve of Good Friday. We remember Jesus' mandate to us to love each other as he has loved us. We remember Jesus' gift of himself, of his body and blood for our sin. We remember Jesus' suffering and death on the cross. We remember through the reading of scripture, through the beauty of music, through the mystery of sacrament, through the extinguishing of light, through the 33 tolls of the bell that signify the 33 years of Jesus' bodily life on earth. So come, let us remember, and let us be called to worship. Bless the Lord, who forgives all our sins. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. For God sent his Son into the world, not to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Come, let us worship in spirit and in truth.
My friend's death abides not on a hill called Golgotha, but in every heart that makes room. And life abides not outside a garden tomb in Jerusalem, but in every heart that makes room. Empty yourselves in confession. Make room for the one who gives everything and invites you simply to love in return. Let's go to God in confession. Most merciful God, we, your church, confess that often our spirit has not been that of Christ. We confess where we have failed to love one another as he loves us, where we have pledged loyalty to him with our lips and then betrayed, deserted, or denied him. Forgive us, we pray, through Christ the Lord. Amen. As they approached Jerusalem, the crowd stood at the gate and cried in a tear-choked voice, We are lost in his death. And upon the hill, the angels sang, We are found in his rising. Friends, we remember Christ dying, but we follow a risen Savior. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare to you, we are forgiven. Thanks be to God. May the peace of Christ be with you. And also with you. Please be seated. On the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Where do you want us to eat, uh, prepare to eat, uh, so that you can eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says, My time is near. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover meal. When it was evening, he took his place with the twelve, and while they were eating, he said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. And they became greatly distressed and began to say to him one after another, Surely not I, Lord. Not I. He answered, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him. But woe to that one by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that one not to have been born. Judas, who betrayed him, said, Surely not I, Rabbi. He replied, You have said so. While they were eating, Jesus took a loaf of bread, and after blessing it, he broke it, gave it to the disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will never drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom.
This is the table of the Lord Jesus Christ, ministering in his name. I invite all who trust him to share this feast of his body and blood that he has prepared and that he has given for us. It will be our custom this night as you are released from your pews by the elders to come down to take a piece of the bread, to dip it into the cup, and then to return to your seat by the outer circle. Soon on that night, Jesus himself would be blessed and broken and given as food to the world. But on this night, he took the bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body broken for you. Whenever you do this, remember me. In the same way, Jesus took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the sign of the new covenant sealed in my blood. Whenever we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the saving death of the Lord Jesus Christ until he comes again. These are the gifts of God for the people of God. Oh God, how we would love to stand in the garden with you as you prayed and wrestled, as you grew fearful and yet determined on our behalf. Help us, O oh God, to keep watch with you tonight. Help us, O oh God, to remember all that happens from this moment until the day, until you resolved all of the, this with the universe. The darkness could not overcome you. And we thank you, O oh God, that not only do you love us, but you keep us and care for us, that you set the world spinning and give us fruit and beauty and love and opportunity every single day. We commit this night to you, O oh God. Help us to be gentle, help us to remember Help us to lift this up in sacredness, in love, appreciation, and also with a fire, O oh God, to share. And we pray all of these things in the name of our living Savior, Jesus. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. Also Most gracious God. Look with mercy upon your family gathered here for whom our Lord Jesus Christ was betrayed, given into sinful hands, and suffered death upon the cross. Strengthen our faith and forgive our betrayals as we enter the way of his passion through him who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit now and forever. Amen. When they had sung the hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, You will all become deserters because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. Peter said to him, Though all become deserters because of you, I will never desert you. Jesus said to him, Truly, I tell you this very night, before the cock crows, 
you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even though I must die with you, I will not deny you. And so said all the disciples. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be grieved and agitated. Then he said to them, I am deeply grieved, even to death. Remain here and stay awake with me. And going a little farther, he threw himself on the ground and prayed. My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not what I want, but what you want. Then he came to the disciples, and he found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, So you could not stay awake for an hour? Stay awake and pray that you not come into this time of trial. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, he went away for the second time and prayed. My father, this cannot pass. If this cannot pass unless I drink it, then your will be done. Again, he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the same words. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? See, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up, let us be going. See that my betrayer is at hand.
While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived. With him was a large crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I will kiss is the man. Arrest him. At once he came up to Jesus, kissed him, and said, Greetings, Rabbi. Jesus said to him, Friend, do what you are here to do. Then they came and laid hands on Jesus and arrested him. Suddenly, one of those with Jesus put his hand on his sword, drew it, and struck the slave of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Then Jesus said to him, Put your sword back into its place, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Do you think that I cannot appeal to my father, and he will at once send me more than 12 legions of angels? But then, how would the scriptures be fulfilled, which, is, which say it must happen in this way? At that hour, Jesus said to the crowds, Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me, as though I were a mere bandit? Day after day, I sat in my temple teaching, and you did not arrest me. But this has all now taken place, so that the scriptures of the prophets may be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted him and fled. arrested Jesus took him to Caiaphas the high priest in whose house the scribes and the elders had gathered but Peter was following him at a distance as far as the courtyard of the high priest and going inside he sat with the guards in order to see how this would end now the chief priests and the whole council were looking for false testimony against Jesus so that they might put him to death but they found none though many though many false witnesses came forward at last, two came forward and said, This fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God. 
and build it in three days. The high priest stood up and said, Have you no answer? What is it that they testify against you? But Jesus was silent. Then the high priest said to him, I put you under oath before the living God. Tell us if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. Jesus said to him, You have said so, but I tell you, from now on, you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, He has blasphemed. Why do we still need witnesses? You have now heard his blasphemy. What is your verdict? They answered, He deserves death. Then they spat in his face and struck him, and some slapped him, saying, Prophesy to us, you Messiah. Who is it that struck you? Now Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard. A servant girl came to him and said, You were also with Jesus the Galilean. I do not know what you're talking about. When he went out to the porch, another servant girl saw him, and she said to the bystanders, This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. Again, he denied it with an oath. I do not know the man. After a little while, the bystanders came up and said to Peter, Then he began to cuss, and he swore an oath. I do not know the man. Certainly you are also one of them. Your accent betrays you. At that moment, the cock crowed. Then Peter remembered what Jesus had said. Before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly.
When morning came, all the chief priests and the elders of the people conferred together against Jesus in order to bring about his death. They bound him, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate the governor. When Judas, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was condemned, he repented and brought back the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders. He said, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. But they said, What is that to us? See to it yourself. Throwing down the pieces of silver in the temple, he departed, and he went and hanged himself. But the chief priest, taking the pieces of silver, said, It is not lawful to put them into the treasury, since they are blood money. After conferring together, they used them to buy the potter's field as a place to bury foreigners. For this reason, that field has been called the field of blood to this day. Then was fulfilled what had been spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. And they took the 30 pieces of silver, the price of the one on whom a price had been set, on whom some of the people of Israel had set a price. And they gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord commanded me. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said, You say so. But when he was accused by the chief priests and elders, 
He did not answer. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many accusations they make against you? But he gave no answer, not even to a single charge, so that the governor was greatly amazed. Now at the festival, the governor was accustomed to release a prisoner for the crowd, anyone whom they wanted. At that time, they had a notorious prisoner named Judas Barabbas. So after they had gathered, Pilate said to them, Who do you want me to release for you? Jesus Barabbas or Jesus who is called the Messiah? For he realized that it was out of jealousy that they had handed him over. While he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent word to him, have nothing to do with that innocent man, for today I suffered a great deal because of a dream about him. Now the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus killed. The governor said again to them, Which of the two do you want me to release for you? And they said, Barabbas! Pilate said to them, Then what should I do with Jesus, who is called the Messiah? All of them said, Let him be crucified. Then he asked, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Let him be crucified.
So when Pilate saw that he could do nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took some water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it to yourselves. Then the people as a whole answered, His blood be on us and on our children. So he released Barabbas to them, and after flogging Jesus, he handed him over to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the governor's headquarters, and they gathered the whole cohort around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. And after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on his head. They put a reed in his right hand and knelt before him and mocked him, saying, They spat on him and took the reed and struck him on the head. After mocking him, they stripped him of the robe and put on his other clothes. Then they led him away to crucify him. bleed and die for 
As they went out, they came upon a man from Cyrene named Simon. They compelled this man to carry his cross. And when they came to a place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull, they offered him wine to drink mixed with gall. But when he tasted it, he wouldn't drink it. And when they had crucified him, they divided his clothes among themselves by casting lots. Then they sat down there and kept watch over him. Over his head, they put the charge against him which read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then two bandits were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by derided him, shaking their heads and saying, You, who would destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from that cross. In the same way, the chief priests also, along with the scribes and elders, were mocking him, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. He is the king of Israel. Let him come down from the cross now, and we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God deliver him now if he wants to, for he said, I am God's son. The bandits who were crucified with him also taunted him in the same way. From noon on, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And about three o'clock, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lemma sabachthani. That is, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they said, This man is calling for Elijah. At once, one of them ran and got a sponge, filled it with sour wine, put it on a stick, and gave it to him to drink. But the others said, Wait, let's see whether Elijah will come to save him. Then Jesus cried again with a loud voice and breathed his last. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks were split. The tombs also were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. After his resurrection, they came out of the tombs and entered the holy city and appeared to many. Now, when the centurion and those with him who were keeping watch over Jesus saw the earthquake and what took place, they were terrified and said, Truly, this man was God's son.
And now may the peace of Christ, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of Christ. And may God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, and God the Son bless and be with you this night and always. Amen.